we are going to talk all about family fitness in this episode of Friends Fit 40s. We're going to talk about things that you can do with your family each and every week in order to ensure fitness for every member. We're going to talk about special events and planning that party for the entire block. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. So, Laura, it's springtime. Yay! I'm so excited. Yes. So, if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, right? Hopefully, the sun is shining at your home, too. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, hopefully, the sun's still shining. Yes. But you may be a little cooler. Yep. And the leaves are changing colors wherever you are. So, we are going to talk about getting the family involved. Oh, I'm so excited. I know. In our fitness. We're teachers. Right. Right. So getting our kids involved in our lives is something we do both our literal children and our figurative ones. Yeah. This is an important thing for us. And it's important because that regardless of what it is that our kids choose to do, seeing an adult as a model for fitness is so so important. important. My daughter just came home from high school today and she said, Mom, I love weightlifting class. Oh, how exciting is that to hear? I know. She said, I want to make sure that we have a membership to the gym so that I can go and lift weights on the weekends, too. I mean, and she's been watching you. Yeah. Do it. And watching us go through it. And she knows that women can do this thing. Right? Yeah. It feels good to do hard things. It feels good to do hard things. So we've come up with a list of things that families can do to kind of get their kids involved in fitness. This has to be a decision that everybody makes together. Right. Because you can't force kids. No. You really can't. To do things they don't want to do. And we also have to worry about overtraining with kids as well. Oh, most definitely. We want them to have a good Mm self-image. We want them to enjoy themselves. Right. And also we want them to know that sometimes working hard for something has good payoffs. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So one of the things that we've done in our family ever since the kids were like in first or second grade is a family bike ride. Oh, I love that. Yes. And so we would get our bikes together. We would go down to our local trail. Now, our community has this great biking trail system. I mean, we can get all over the place on this biking trail. It's really awesome. Yes. And we would bike to lunch. Oh, perfect. With our bikes. Yes. Yes. And the cool part about it is that I could get my mom involved, too. Oh, that's awesome. So we had three generations going to the local grocery store and grabbing lunch. On the trail. On the trail. 
and then driving home or riding home on our bikes. And the family bike ride became an event that everybody in the family enjoyed. And we were proud of ourselves when we were yeah. done. So, yeah. And in fact, this summer, my son, who's in the seventh grade, has decided that he wants to go on bike camping trips. Okay. So this will not involve me <laughs> because it does involve camping. And that's not your thing. Not my thing. <laughs> However, he and my husband apparently are going to pack up their bikes. They can go for it. With a tent and some freeze-dried food. And they're going to head off for like days. So we can fill you in about that when after it's over. Yeah. Right. But I, <laughs> How it went. I have to imagine that he his impetus for this was some of these longer bike trips that we went on as a family. That he right. decided he liked it enough and was confident enough that he could go on longer distances. There you go. Yeah. And then I said, I'm out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so another thing that we did as a family was hikes. Yes. We enjoy that, too. Yes. And so finding areas close to us that uh, we could take our kids. And it was always a challenge for us because we would get the hike maps and then try to find someplace different every single Saturday. So we weren't going on the same hike again and again. Okay. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah. See, and our family likes to go and back to the same places and explore the same thing. What would your family do for hikes? What kinds of things would you do? Anything with a source of water. So you go on a hike and you find a source of water, especially when they were little, like then just playing in the water and skipping rocks in the water. But also you see some big cliff. Can I go up this? Can I scale it? Figuring out how to do that or if it's safe or how I can get help to do it. Then exploring nature and enjoying nature on the hike. You know, being out there. Obviously, packing some snacks, packing some right. water, having a snack break along the way, but just doing something together as a family. It's a great yeah. it's a great bonding experience. And having that packed bag, Laura, is so important. I can't tell you how many times we've gone out on a hike and had nothing, and then the kids are grumpy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Make sure you pack that trail mix there and those go. bottles of water so right. that you can go and have a And maybe a few band-aids, yep. just in case. Band-aids. There you go. Band-aids. Another thing that you could do is outdoor game night. You could set up like three or four outdoor games, like croquet, cornhole, washers, horseshoes, volleyball, volleyball, and just post out to your neighborhood. Hey, drop in, play some games with us, and just have different like sections of games. That's a wonderful idea. So that your families can get together and do something outside. Do something active. Be active together. Another thing that we did was volunteered for the Humane Society. Every Saturday, our Humane Society had dogs available for walking. So we would show up at a specific spot, which was right on the trail. Uh-huh. We would borrow a dog. Awesome. Yes. And then we would walk that dog up and down the trail. Now, we might have fallen in love with a few. <laughs> which <laughs> was probably it's really hard goal, to walk away. Right? right. It was really yeah. hard to walk away. Snowflake was our dog that we fell in love with. Oh my goodness. We love Snowflake. But you know, it was nice because we felt like we were contributing to the community in a good way. And we were also getting our exercise in. That's a wonderful idea. And it's yes. a way to get your kids involved too. Yeah. So love that idea. Yeah. You might try it out and benefit the community at the same time. are something that we do throughout the year. And these are like these big holiday workouts. 
Right? It's kind of nerdy. It is, but it's so much fun. It is fun. We have a 4th of July workout. I love these. Right? Yes. We invite all of our family friends to come with us. It's the morning of 4th of July. My husband tends to write the workout plans. He does a really nice job. He does. And we'll meet at the MU campus on one of their workout fields that is open to the public or a local park. And we have different workouts that we have to do on that day. It might be something like do a firecracker, jump up and do jumping jacks for a certain amount of time. Right. Or a sit-up that looks like a firecracker. We might do things in 50 because of the 50 states, there right? There you go, right? So 50 sit-ups. or 50 push-ups. There you go. 50 squats. We do things in five sets of five because stars have five points. So push-ups, sit-ups, sprints, jumping, squats, lunges, all of that in sets of five. Right. So that we are talking about the stars and stripes. And basically no equipment. It's just doing your body and having a plan. Yes. And then, of course, on a 4th of July workout, you have to have a water balloon toss. Because it's hot in the Midwest. Yes. <laughs> Anything with water is going to be necessary. Absolutely. And so the kids are involved because they can get all that workout in and then the water balloon toss, they get to nail their parents. Right? Yeah. Perfect. It is tons of fun. We also do Christmas Eve workouts. Okay. Yes, we have. Yes. My husband comes up with the 12 Days of Christmas song to the tune of like one two-minute plank. Like it goes all the way up to 12 and then all the way back down. Right? You get it. And uh, we kind of sing the song while we're doing it or have other Christmas carols going on. Right. It, Just to get in the holiday spirit and yes. do a little movement, especially yes. in the Midwest. In Christmas time, it's cold. It's, it's dreary. Cold. So you might as well move a little bit. So a special day workout so that we're still getting that fitness in on those holidays. We also have been known to design our own races. We might have done that a time or two or so three or four. We have the turkey trot and the jingle kringle. More information on those to come as those holidays become closer. But essentially, there are our own races that we yep. have figured out ourselves. We've measured out a 5K. Yep. And, and we get the whole family involved. We do. We also have had our family design the Olympics. Right? And oh my goodness. This so much fun. Is the summer to do it again? Yes. Because the Olympics are coming this summer. Right. But our kids did all kinds of challenges. So they got four families together and they did challenges like Lego design contests, basketball competitions. There's lots of things you can do with that. You can do all kinds of sports and then you can also do inside activities to get everybody involved. Right. So it's kind of Olympics of all the things that your children are good at. Right. So something to think about. They designed a trophy, which is going to be a past trophy that they used wine corks. <laughs> there may have been a few create. of those lying around. Yeah. We have a gorgeous trophy that is hot glued together of wine corks that we're going to pass on to the next family. You also could do a family fitness challenge, and this might be for a family that is long distance. It might be for a family of older children where you are you are exchanging phone numbers and do a fitness challenge every day. Somebody's in charge. Perfect. Like, Here's our challenge today. Drink eight glasses of water. Here's our challenge tomorrow. Walk two miles. Like a healthy, a healthy challenge. Yeah. Kind of make it fun for 30 days or whatever. You all can get creative when you're thinking about those things.
kids. It's a thing. It's a thing. And it's right? a hot topic. It really is. Yeah. We're going to start with the younger kids. And Laura's going to talk through some of the things that she does for mindfulness right? with younger students. And these are students that are her students that are anywhere from pre-K all the way through elementary. Right. And I think one of the important things to teach young children like this is just deep breathing. Hmm. It's really important. Sometimes they call that belly breathing. Okay. Because you want your exhale to be longer than your inhale. So when okay. you're, you're breathing in, you might breathe in for like two seconds. like Okay. And then you're going to breathe out for maybe five. Okay. So you can also practice counting too. Yes, you and can. And understand the length of what two seconds is going to be versus five seconds. Right. Okay. Actually, conscious discipline, that is a whole behavior program, whole way of thinking out there designed by Becky Bailey. Um, she has different types of pictures that go along with some breathing. And they're really great because obviously at this age, visuals are important for mm -hmm. kids. They have created four basic breathing strategies and they include the balloon okay. the drain the pretzel and the star okay and so you can look those up okay so um, can you can talk through them a little bit sure so, i can what is a balloon balloon is probably your easiest one okay and and it's just a picture of a balloon but how you do it with the kids is you'll put your hands on top of your head and you breathe in and you put your hands up and then you breathe out and you push like you're pushing the air out of the balloon okay Another one that's easy to explain on audio would be the drain. And that's sticking your arms out straight and stiffening them up like you're getting clogged kind of in the drain. And then you let your hands loose and kind of like let your arms like loosen up a little bit and you let the water out. So when you're stiffening up your arms, you're breathing in. And then when you're letting out. You're loosening them. Yep, you're loosening them. Okay. And so you can go on and get more information about that. You can also create lots of your own. My co-teacher and I have created one the kids love during the wintertime, and we call it hot cocoa. And we cup our hands together like we're holding a cup of hot cocoa. Okay. And we breathe in, and then we breathe out, and you're cooling down your hot cocoa. And oh. you don't want the marshmallows to blow off, so you can't right. blow too hard. So, right, absolutely. Um, and it's just a way that I that we help our kids to calm down after mm -hmm. maybe doing something really exciting, or also if they're upset. You know, right. it's a way to work through frustration, sadness, anger. It's to breathe, you know, yeah. and it gets the oxygen to the brain and. It's really important to teach them that, I think. And it's also, of course, really important to model, just like we were talking about in our earlier segments, is modeling that fitness, modeling the breathing. And so that's one of the big things that we do with our kids. Of course, we do other things, but I really think the breathing is something that we try to focus on and helping them to understand just taking those deep breaths and how important it is, especially when you're upset. And when little people are upset, we just got to calm down. And so sometimes you even have to just breathe for them to help them to get calm and and be able to get into that better mindset. I got so, you. So check out Becky Bailey, mm -hmm. Conscious Discipline. Yep. Some of the balloon... Drain. Drain. Pretzel, pretzel and star. Okay, and star. Yep. If you want more information... About that, if you have the littles yes. that you want to work with uh, in mindfulness and then focusing, yeah, focusing on that breathing piece. And honestly, you know, 
as parents, when your child, whether they're young or old, and they do things to frustrate you, breathing yourself a couple of times, you'll not regret something that you say. Such good advice. Right? And so I think if you, you know, it's oftentimes that breath can oftentimes be more for the teacher or the parent (laughs) than it is for the kid. I mean, you're teaching the kid that that's something they need to do. But if you take a pause and breathe before you say something, if you're upset, get your get your mind a little bit calmer, get your brain in the right mindset, it'll probably come out better. So right. some great <laughs> advice. I work with middle school kids, teenagers. Right. So you They're, might do things a little differently. We do. Although the breathing is important, usually when I tell my own children okay, we're going to stop and take a moment and breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, they say mean thanks right. in response. I might hear a door slam. Yeah, <laughs> right. I've had to pose things as options for my own children. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of conversations, especially recently about, you know, this is the broccoli choice or the ice cream choice. And the ice cream choice is what's going to you want right now. Yeah. And that's going to be great right now, but not so good later. But the broccoli choice might not taste as good, but might... It's going to help you in the long run, right? right? And so we kind of compare things that way. I don't know if that's, you know, technically the way that we should, but that's how we have a conversation about some of the choices. And so some of the things that, that we've done, our community has a free yoga program through our recreation facility. Right. And so I invite my daughter to go with me okay. to do yoga. Yoga with Adrian is also a great oh, option. We love her. Yeah, we love her. And she's 15 minutes. Yep. Um, so now that my daughter is doing more weightlifting workouts, I'm sure that yoga with Adrian is going to come in handy in our house. Our dinner time when we eat meals together, and we're not a family that eats meals together every night. We'd love to be, but we just don't. But when we do all four of us sit down to eat, we always go around the table and say something we're thankful for. We do something similar. We call them cherry and pits. There so we, we go. we talk about our cherry every day. We talk about the pit of our day. All right. Yeah. And my daughter is thankful for bacon every single week. <laughs> Bacon's so amazing. Why wouldn't she right? be thankful for it? I think the girl truly thinks that bacon is the the bee's knees. <laughs> I asked her, it was her birthday. What do you want for your birthday, bacon? Bacon. Yep. Okay. Um, eventually, she's going to be thankful for things other than bacon, but you know. <laughs> for now, right. it's bacon. Yep. Teenagers. Yes. Uh, coloring together is something else that we do as a family. Uh, and we use the adult coloring books and just take some colored pencils and take some time to color. During that time, it's usually more about talking yeah. than it is about the coloring. But we do that. We also read together. Mm-hmm. And we've read together ever since the kids were little. But as they get older, it becomes trickier. Uh, to choose books that are ones that the kids are going to appreciate. Right. So you always have to kind of talk to your local librarian about books that your kids might like. Some of the ones that are my go-tos right now is, of course, Wonder. Oh, Uh, great book. Yeah. And these are books about kindness that I'm going to talk about right now. But Wonder is a fantastic book, and the movie is fantastic as well. Uh, But your kids might be familiar with that book. So a couple of other books that are kind of along the same lines is The Truth as Told by Mason Buttle. Absolutely fantastic book about a boy that has some learning challenges. But he is a super, super, super kind kid in a world that's not so kind to him. Okay. That sounds like a great one. Oh, it's fantastic. And you will love Mason Buttle. Everybody loves Mason Buttle. Oh, I can't wait. Yep. And the ending is good, too. Totally worth it. 
insignificant events in the life of a cactus is about a girl with no arms. And it is a story about her moving, going to a new middle school, and having to adjust when the kids aren't so nice to her. Very similar to Wonder. Okay. In that way. And the kindness of others is absolutely important in how she's able to adjust in that world. And then, of course, my all-time favorite book is Because of Winn-Dixie. Oh, yes. <sighs> That's a great one. Okay. See, if you haven't read Because of Winn-Dixie, in go my, find it. it. Go find it. Yeah. It's the Charlotte's Web of this generation. Yes. Honestly. So just go read the book. It's about kindness and all kinds of wonderful things. It's another thing that we do is read books together. Uh, oftentimes with my children, I name their feelings when they're, I'm like, you're upset. Mm-hmm. You're feeling frustrated. And you know what? We do that with little ones too. Yeah. So it works from, from three, two, three, all the way through. Yeah. And, and sometimes they say, I can tell you're really frustrated. Yeah. And you know what? This is not a fun time right now. Right. And, and so we, how can we calm down? How can we so, get through this frustration? Yeah. So they feel heard, right? Yeah. And then oftentimes I give my own children opportunities to write in a notebook. They have lots of notebooks all over this house, just like I do, that we just write in and think about. Sometimes we'll go out into nature and write about something that is bothering us. Just letting them know that, yes, you can talk about things, but you can also write about things. Right. You can draw things. There are all kinds of different ways, ways to work through those emotions. To work through emotions and be mindful and think about the world. Laura, it is now time for our weekly homework. Of course. So this week, we want you to list all the people in your life that you want to support. We've talked about family fitness. So right. these might be your family. It might be some really close friends. I've got close friends that's or neighbors. Or neighbors, right? And of course, your fitness friend yes. can be a part of this. So make a list of all those people in your life that you want to support and then plan an activity. How fun. Yes. Maybe you want to do Neighborhood Olympics. Right. Maybe you want to have yard games one evening with your friends and family. And that could be a great way to, to meet your neighbors if you move somewhere new. So that's a great idea. Or you could have a summer event, like a welcome to summer relay races and water balloons. Water balloons, of course. Yes. Or how about, Laura, a yoga event? Oh, that sounds amazing. Yes. I've been thinking about bird watching a lot. So you could go out in your backyard, listen to the birds and do some yoga. Bring your towels, bring your yoga mats. There you go. And of course, a mimosa or two. Of course. Of course. Whatever it is, plan an event. Write it down in your notebook. Send out some invites. What do you have to lose? You don't have anything to lose. So there's your homework for this week and enjoy that week. Go. Move. Breathe. Share kindness with others. You got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you